The obligation uh, to control the spread is on each and every one of us each and every day. And that also doesn't dismiss the fact that we do continue to see an increase in cases each day, and that is expected. But that also means social distancing is more important than ever. For every person who stays at home or avoids large crowds, the better our chances to fight this virus and protect our frontline healthcare workers and emergency responders. I'm Andy Viano, a staff writer at the Flathead Beacon, and today is Tuesday, March 24th. This is the Beacon's podcast on the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, and its impact on the Flathead Valley. This podcast and all of the Beacon's free coverage is made possible by members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club, who contribute as little as $5 per month to secure our future and support local independent journalism. To join today or learn more, visit BeaconEditorsClub.com. On today's episode, we'll recap the press conference Governor Steve Bullock held this afternoon, during which he announced that schools, dine-in restaurants, bars, and other public places would remain closed through April 10th, a two-week extension of the regulations currently in place. Staff writer Justin Franz covered the press conference, and he joins me to break down what happened today. And our conversation begins with a recap of the major news Governor Bullock made. This afternoon, uh, Governor Steve Bullock held a press conference where he announced additional measures that the state is taking against coronavirus or COVID-19. The biggest one, the biggest thing he announced was that he was extending the school and bar and restaurant closure another two weeks until April 10th. Previously, both of those closures were set to expire uh, at about, on about uh, March 27th, and they have now been extended another two weeks. School districts should follow, follow the planning guidance provided in our March 19th directive to seek waivers of people instruction time and obtain continued state funding during this period. Well, neither of those directives uh, expire until this Friday, I wanted to get it out for planning purposes long before. Additionally, I'm taking my recommendations on limiting uh, social gatherings and all gatherings further. Today, we're now issuing a directive prohibiting non-essential social and recreational gatherings of individuals outside of a home or place of residence of greater than 10 people if a distance of at least six feet between individuals cannot be maintained. Is any of that to you particularly surprising? No, not at all. You know, the number of cases nationally continues to increase. The number of cases statewide continues to increase, as the governor mentioned during his, his press conference. The number of cases in Montana jumped up by, by 25% yesterday, uh, thereabouts. Now that's granted, it's only 46 total, but still still concerning that they're, they're increasing, and, and they're increasing even here locally. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like any... Any state or local government anywhere in the country is considering lifting the restrictions uh, anytime soon. In fact, it seems like they are implementing uh, further restrictions. I know that uh, the state of Washington announced uh, uh, some sort of shelter-in-place order yesterday evening. 
so yeah, it, it it doesn't surprise me that this was extended. It would have surprised me if he, he announced them that they were over. I guess the other side of that is, did he discuss why maybe more drastic measures weren't taken? Because like you said, there are shelter-in-place orders in various states. There are several states who have canceled the entire school year already to this point. Did he discuss at all why we're still going in, in two-week increments? Yeah, I mean, the thing he kept saying, and, and I've got the, the quote here, is that uh, it's a it's a dynamic and, and quickly evolving situation. It's changing hour by hour and day by day. And I think maybe there's still some optimism that, you know, if we if we if people take this seriously, if they take social distancing seriously here in the state of Montana, uh, that maybe two to three weeks from now, we can start to see a decline in cases. And and so I think there's still there's still maybe some optimism that here in the state of Montana they can can get their hands wrapped around this this issue. And you know, also I think it's it's a population thing. You know, you look at, at the states that have instituted shelter in place orders, they're much, much larger, uh, much more po- densely populated. So maybe there is a a, a way in which Montana doesn't have to do that. Uh, a reporter did ask Governor Bullock specifically if he was going to order a shelter in place or request a shelter in place order. And, and he, he didn't say that he wouldn't. And, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's certainly in the cards, but it's probably something they don't want to do. Really have taken uh, necessary and aggressive action to prevent large crowds from gathering to stress the importance of every Montanan uh, taking this distancing seriously. And those are the measures we've taken so far. I know that Montanans, and I sure hope that Montanans are taking the importance of this, of avoiding large crowds, um, only going out for walks and to the grocery store or pharmacy. I certainly hope that they're taking it serious. if it's determined that other measures are needed to be taken to limit crowd gatherings, I'll take those into consider- consideration, certainly. And as I've said, it's a rapidly and dynamic and evolving time. Um, but let's all of us as Montanans make sure to do our part. Is there any indication to this point of how good a job Montanans are doing at social distancing? I know it's it's been it's a hard thing to mandate. Can we tell through the numbers or through any other reporting how effective we've been so far in slowing or stopping the spread of COVID-19? I think it's really hard to tell. Testing hasn't been widespread anywhere in the country. And so I think it's really hard to to get an exact picture of, of if the virus is spreading a lot uh, here in the state. But as far as we know, it does seem like most of the cases, certainly that's, certainly in Flathead County, most of the cases have been the result of people who traveled somewhere else and then brought the virus back with them. Um, so that suggests that there isn't a lot of community spread here in Flathead County, which is certainly a good thing. But yeah, I think it's hard to tell exactly how well it's working. And I think we probably won't know for another another few days or few weeks. You mentioned testing. What is the state's capacity to, to test right now and how widespread are tests available in Montana? I think they're, they're continuing with the, rule, the sort of the parameters they set up previously. 
you know, testing people if they're showing symptoms, if they've been in contact with someone who was confirmed to have coronavirus, if they traveled to an area. Uh, the governor did say, though, that we've, the state has gotten 4,000 additional test kit swabs. So that's going to expand the state's capacity to test. So that's a good thing. Um, the governor also said that they're getting additional PPE and face masks from out of state, specifically what seems to me is a big shipment of 50,000 masks from North Dakota. But yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like equipment is coming in, but probably not as much as, as people would like. Here's the latest on the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, as of 5.30 p.m. on Tuesday, March 24th. Six more Montanans tested positive for coronavirus on Tuesday, bringing the state's total to 51. The bulk of cases remain in Gallatin County, where 19 people are confirmed to have contracted COVID-19, and there is evidence of community spread. Nearly 1,700 people statewide have been tested. There are still only four known cases in Flathead County, although two of those involve employees of Kalispell Regional Healthcare. The second KRH employee diagnosed with COVID-19 is a woman in her 30s whose case was confirmed on Monday. Similar to a KRH physician who was diagnosed last week, This woman worked for two days on March 18th and 19th after traveling out of state and went home on Friday, March 20th, when Kalispell Regional implemented a new rule requiring employees who had been traveling to self-quarantine for 14 days. Elsewhere on Tuesday, Flathead County announced it was restricting public access to most of its offices effective Wednesday. Commissioner Phil Mitchell said staff would still be available to assist via phone or online. And finally, Yellowstone National Park was closed on Tuesday, joining Grand Teton, Yosemite, Great Smoky Mountains, and Rocky Mountain National Parks on the list of closures due to COVID-19. Glacier National Park, at least in those areas still accessible, remains open as of Tuesday. For more information on these and other stories, visit flatheadbeacon.com, like us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter. That's all for now. Thanks for listening.